Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast. I am Jess. And I am Sasha. And we are on episode number 37. So we have been going strong. We actually have. Someone asked me about this yesterday in the gym. Are really? you still doing the podcast? And I said, yeah, yeah, we've done almost 37 episodes and we've not missed one. Um, and she said, that's pretty cool. Not many people make it that far. And I think we've done so well because we're not expecting anything from it. Yeah. No, just we do it for fun, really. Um, and it's not a money maker, and it's not. Um, I don't know. It's just we just do it. So <laughs> it's like we we enjoy doing it. We get a good response from people who listen. Um, and yeah, I think there's that's it. It's like there's no there's no expectation. Sasha and I aren't like. Oh my god! I cannot wait to knock Joe Rogan off the top spot. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think it's learning for us as well because talking about something obviously um, enhances your knowledge in certain things. Um, and I was just about to make a really cheesy um, comparison to fitness. It's like we're not expecting anything from it. We're doing it because we like it and it's fun and we enjoy it, and it helps us learn about things, which is exactly why we should be doing practicing fitness yeah exactly that and today's topic um we just thought of it <laughs> uh, about five minutes ago um we're gonna go through some client examples um because a lot of people when they start exercising they assume that it has to be or your diary has to look a certain way but when in fact we have clients that diary uh, their diaries look totally different and there's no way we could give one program to another person it just wouldn't work um so we're going to go through two each obviously go into a little bit of depth and if if I've got something to say about Jess's or Jess has got some stuff to say about mine then that's totally cool um but we've picked four two people each that we think gives a good example of the average person doing a, a pretty well-known job and how they fit fitness in their lives um as fitness for the individual so yeah I think that's that's what's important right because we said didn't we like the whole point of this conversation is that what we see online and uh programs that we purchase that are just a generic one and the thing is um just as like a side note to that there is nothing wrong with those things like I feel like everyone needs to sometimes like if you maybe been into fitness for a while experience a, a bit of both so you can understand the difference of 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 what feels different to you obviously like Sasha and I massively promote the individual element to it because we know the benefits of how much more a person can get out of that um also I think there's there's a different level of like adherence yeah um as well so I think I've tried like uh, programs that I bought online over the years, like back back in the day when it was like eBooks and and PDFs and all that type of thing. And you were like, you printed them off, or you do you know what I mean? And you yeah. were going through them in the gym. And it's and it's like, it's nice to do those things because it does give you um, an education of what doesn't work as well as what does work. And that's what's that's a useful tool for many. Yeah, and I think that the funny thing about these programs that are sold as a one off are their target market is the beginner when really they'd probably benefit most um later in life the the late intermediate even to advanced category of of, of people that are exercising so like for example if I bought um who give me an example who um who's your favorite um who's your favorite influencer that you always slate um no I'm just saying but because uh, what I'm what my point is is that um let's talk about uh what's her name Steph- Stephanie something well uh William? Steph fit yeah very famous well famous in our world I guess sells she obviously um hit the genetic lottery we can we can see that um but for example her program might be good might be okay for me because I understand I understand it yeah. And for example, if I looked in her program, if I bought her program and it said back squat, 
um, I would I would change that. So I would have the knowledge to be able to sub things out for stuff that I know is better for me and I know that works better for me in that uh, on in that situation. Mm-hmm. However, if I was a beginner and I did not know anything about fitness and I saw her and just thought, fucking hell, she's got uh, and uh, to quote Kanye and ask that can swallow up a G string, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and these and these ripped abs. And I did her program, and it said certain exercises. I I would just follow it mindlessly because I think, okay, this is going to lead me to where I want to be. So I think that these programs don't not have a place in our industry. I just think that they are probably marketed towards the wrong people, and they probably should be marketed towards people that know what they're doing and just want something to follow. I think that's the catch twenty two, isn't it? Because beginners often don't see the value of having a like individualized programming and obviously if you're starting something if you're doing anything new if you're starting a new hobby um if you're starting a new hobby and you want to learn to play guitar for example you probably go get like a basic guitar just like a pretty cheap one because you're like don't know if I'm going to stick this out don't know how long it's like if I'm going to really get into it there's no point me spending 500 quid on a guitar I'll just get like one of the 99 pounds one from the Argos catalog I'm sure that'll be fine I'll do I'll do a great job because then later down the line, if you are interested in it, you're going to make a bigger investment. So yeah. that's what those low entry like uh, budget programs yeah. are great for because they're targeting at the people who are like not quite sure about this yet. Yeah. I want to do something, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Cost is an issue. I don't mind paying, what is it, $9.99 for a, a workout app or that type of thing. That's going to give me a bit of an idea. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. Like both of us have been there. Um, but when you're in the depths of it, and you start to realize, hold on a second, like that's not that that when I do that exercise, that's not actually helping me. I, actually, I was out for a week last week because it really triggered something in my back. Or um, I wonder, I wonder why I'm not very good at adhering to it without looking yeah. at the other lifestyle factors. Because having a coach who looks at the outside in, and, and I had a call with a client yesterday where she was saying, do you know what? Like these conversations are so useful because it's just you looking at stuff objectively that I'm just missing. Yeah. And I was like that's one of the one of the benefits of having a coach yeah absolutely so yeah I just think the marketing's it's not terrible and I think the marketing's just off I think if you're a beginner in this like Jess said you need to be taught definitely and that's a hard that's a hard pill to swallow because realistically most people um the the investment um it's difficult to see okay like how that's going to like pan out for you um and and with any investment everyone wants to know exactly what they're getting out of it at the back end yeah which is no one knows that so it's yeah it's like if I wanted to learn piano I'd I'd get piano lessons yeah I would say I say this to client like one of my friends um Adam he lives he he lives a bit further away and he said to me I want to get a male PT I want to do some face-to-face sessions like is this good value? Like, what sort of things should I like want to know and ask about him? I was like, oh, no, it's good that you're you're interested and you're you're aware of this. And he said, oh, I just don't know. Is ten sessions going to be enough? Because this guy's offered him like a, a ten session thing. And I said, it just just as like his offering of like ten sessions. <laughs> and I said, I was like, honestly, and he's he's a massive um he's massively into his cars and stuff. He loves his cars. Um, and I said, you know, when you learn to drive, he was like, yeah, I was like, did the driving instructor tell you how many lessons it was going to be? And he was like, no, I was like, same, same. <laughs> I was like, because it doesn't, everyone learns at a different pace. Everyone like, depends on what you're trying to get out of this. And he was like, oh, that, he was like, that's a really good analogy. I was like, it's because it's a car analogy and that's exactly what <laughs> you can relate to. I hate, I hate block sessions. I don't know. I, I used to do block, I, when I first started out coaching though that's what I thought I needed to do I thought I needed to charge people in block sessions because that's what you get taught on your P well I got taught on my PT course really yeah I never did block but that's it like that's just the confusing part is like when I came out I was like I'm doing in block sessions but then that's a misleading message to people but I was like I, I quickly learned like when I first started coaching how that was a disaster yeah that's also no one knows what's going to happen in 10 sessions it's yeah. like programs, they, you know, they, oh, firm your buttocks or whatever. I don't know what they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, but that probably won't happen. Yeah. yeah. So in eight weeks. In eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what about your genetics? What about your environment? What about your ability to build muscle? 
What about your movement proficiency? What about your uh, the conditions that your body's in, like your uh, ability to build that muscle because of your environment? What what was your sleep like? Um, how often can you get in the gym? Uh, are you strong enough to actually build tension? Are you strong enough to be able to uh, perform strength endurance? It's like no, <laughs> it, <laughs> non it, it's, it's promising nothing. Um, but it's just you know again people like to be part of the community it's like um and I'm sure some you know what there's gonna be people out there that get great results from from things like shreddy and um what's I don't know what stuff is stuff if it's called anything or, mm. or whatever um but there's also gonna be you know they usually uh apps like that or 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 coaches oh but then again I don't think Grace would necessarily call herself a coach that's fine um, they'll show like one percent of their success, mm. and obviously, the more volume somebody has, the easier that is for them to do. Absolutely, even even the really famous ones with probably millions of followers, I still see the same before and afters over and over again. It's like, why do you think that is? Because they got really good results, and ninety eight percent of your clientele either quit or never messaged you back. It's like. That you know, there's a marketing thing. It, it is. It's it's like I am. Um, someone actually just asked on my Instagram this morning about if, whether I was doing my um, group strength tra- training program again that I did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to a friend about this, and I was saying like, however many people sign up to like those types of programs, you can at least expect sort of like a ten percent to fifteen percent drop off of somebody just who won't do it because it's like it's almost like that's that's like a margin that like PDFs apps people like capitalize on similar to the 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 people who have gym memberships and they never use them it's like there's always a market of people who don't value the money that they're spending as part of the investment often sometimes people think if I'm spending something then that's going to be enough which is why like for some people as well having that higher um higher investment of a coach makes them step up a little bit more for some not everybody because it's more of an investment yeah, absolutely. I noticed that um, just before, obviously, it's well known that every business in the world puts their prices up. It's just, mm. it is inflation. It, it's just, it needs to be done sometimes. Um, but I have, um, <laughs> I have a client, she's one of my best friends, so she won't mind me saying it. She definitely doesn't listen to the podcast, bless mm. her. When I took her on all those years ago, um she I gave her mates rates you know it's fine she actually was the only one I've ever trained who, tra- who trains in blocks mm. um, because she her work's mental she you know she'll come in we'll have a bit of a laugh we'll train and she it's okay we both we have an understanding that that's what it's like but she pays a lot less than than everyone else and she puts minimal effort into it yeah and she understands that and she knows it's like people are like, oh yeah lpt so much money it's like yeah but if it's not that much money then guess what you won't go it's just like pure gym it's what 9.99 i know that's probably not anymore i uh, no, like 99 or something yeah it's like yeah and you won't go mm-hmm. so it's like so anything's a waste of money if you don't use it yeah you know so it's just like sometimes if it's more of a then again it's subjective i guess what is premium and what isn't but it's like if it's more of a a premium package or a higher price item you're more likely to to understand its value and know that you know you're putting some money into this so you may as well do it yeah <laughs> that's why I don't like blocks yeah but anyway what's the topic that's why we're doing it isn't it yeah, that's why yeah. we're doing it um Jess do you want to go first uh, yeah, I can do. What you were the one that thought of the format. What we're we going to talk about? Which ones? Um, Job okay. role. So person. basically, Jess, I am asking you. Yeah, go I'm for it. You to pick a client who has mm. a, a job that probably some of our listeners have. Mm. Um, and how you structure the training, and how you or or, or what makes their training individual. Um, and what makes their training like if you sent it to another person they'd probably be like what the fuck um and just how that person manages their their life with their own fitness mm. so um this client's fairly new anyway mm. um so we are pretty much very early days getting into the nuts and bolts of it 
Um, so this client is almost 60. Um, they are a teacher. Mm-hmm. They have gone from a very demanding um, demanding career in the teaching world um, and actually chose in recent years to have a less stressful responsibility in their role um, because they found it was negatively impacting their overall health. Um, where they work is really like challenging anyway, it's a, it's a challenging school. Um, and for them, their overall goal is to start p- prioritizing their health a little bit more. Very aware of it now, they're a little bit older, getting closer to retirement, um, things that are important to them, um, specifically around pain. Um, mm-hmm. So they, they, they feel general day-to-day pain, especially in their joints. Um, they are, um, in their own words, carrying more weight than they would like, mm-hmm. um, which they obviously know is having an impact on their joints. Um, their job, as much as it might seem quite um, nominal to some people, involves six flights of stairs, which actually every day takes absolute wind out of them and on and on their joints. Um, so their goal is not only for the um, immediate future to be able to do that more easily, but also also future gazing, looking into their son's wedding next year. They want to feel great. There's grandkids around. They want to be around for them and be fitter and healthier so that when they retire, they can have more of an active responsibility and lifestyle around that. Um, So when we started working together, we looked at um, what sort of things uh, she'd done in the past. Um, And her experience was always like, limited a lot by her pain as it's got worse over the years um, she almost has kind of succumbed to the fact that she thinks she'll probably have to have an operation at some point but she wants to kind of pop put that off as long as possible um, obviously my goal is to try and see what we can do in in the meantime for that but um, her training at the moment is really kind of focusing on that daily movement um, even though she works as a teacher and I have quite a few other clients who are teachers who have a very active uh, day because of her pain she actually is isn't as active as maybe some of my other clients um those six flight of stairs actually hinder her from wanting to go around the building um which is totally understandable if you know you're setting yourself up for that uncomfortableness um and um her her focus at the moment is mainly around um day-to-day movement but also what we're trying to uh, focus on is around some habits around nutrition, because what we tend to see is because she has a high stress job, when she gets in on an evening, she has maybe habits that aren't helping her with that weight at the moment, which is more like a response to the day rather than her being hungry or anything like that. So they're the two things that we're kind of knuckling down on in this first, I think we're in like the sixth week or something of working together, which is she's got a bike at home which she actually enjoys so even just a daily little bit of movement on there a couple of times a week what we've said is to get on the bike for sort of 15 to 20 minutes very very low pace she finds that really pain-free um no like major problems with the knees what I've also set her is one to two again it depends because of her her job because it can be quite demanding um strength sessions a week where we're focusing on things like literally seat to stand um not even with any resistance there's like nothing that we're kind of included in there but also making sure that we are focusing on um is she managing that pain well so things like seat to stand things like step ups which obviously um she can do at home on her stairs um making sure that we're doing other things that she enjoys she expressed that she has enjoyed doing sort of aerobic type classes in the in the past so we're doing a little bit of like band work and upper body work. But overall, right now, the main challenge is making daily movement part of her life because it hasn't been for so long. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, it is just kind of like integrating it into the weeks. And some weeks it happens and some weeks it doesn't, but it's setting the expectation around what that looks like for her whilst reducing the pain and increasing sort of uh, strength in her in her knees specifically and managing the the overeating on an on a night time which is not necessarily me to say stop doing that but it's like tapping into like 
why do you find yourself doing that what else are you eating in the day that's maybe leading to that what's the triggers is it on certain days is a certain events that make that happen um is it portion control is it like all these types of questions that we're having so mainly a lot of the investigation is through conversation at the minute into those things interesting you know what I love about that though is that there's there's so much there there's so much there for progression into the future Mm -hmm. like that's where you are now but like five years down the line that is something that will just continue yeah and that's what we don't get from these these generic programs it's like some and you know people say oh yeah I just rotate it over and over again I'm like yeah okay there's, there's something in that if you're if you are in the intermediate the late intermediate but if you're a beginner that there's not there's not there's not a lot in that there's no understanding and awareness around what you're doing but with this lady um you could literally map out the next five years of her training yeah is which is great and you know she's got a really good reason to be there um you know if you said oh why are you here and what do you want from this I'm sure she'd tell you in a split second so um that's helpful that's helpful and how was it like did she have any expectations she probably Um, as much because she was older but did she have any like biases or or expectations around what the program would look like no not really um I think the main biases have probably come from like the food side of things like we're still digging deeper on like for a lot of like we spoke about was it last week or the week before we spoke about uh, generational things yeah. around nutrition oh, yeah so yeah so that's that's something that we're we're kind of having a little bit more of a chat around like the chocolate thing like what makes chocolate so inherently bad for you like that type of thing it's like but it's not but it's maybe how you associate in your day whether it's a reward for a, a negative experience in the day and energy pick up like because you're yeah yeah for sure and it's like yeah like when we've done we've done a little bit of a food diary it's like well we can see the correlation of when that's more than when it's less and do you know what I mean like that type of stuff and it's just again making her see the bigger picture of that but there's challenges around um like even like the little thing I said about the stairs she doesn't like to drink a lot of water in the day because it means she has to go up and down the stairs quite a lot right which obviously then is going to impact your hunger levels. It's also going to impact your energy levels. So it's like, yeah, digestion. It's overcoming quite a lot of these hurdles, which is kind of blocked by that pain. Interesting. So really, if she could remove that pain, it would almost transform everything, really. It would almost just be a catalyst, wouldn't it? It's like domino effect. Which is why it's like getting back into those sessions. It's like, since we've been training together, um, in like the six weeks she's maybe had a couple of sessions where she's not been able to do it and it's kind of like oh how did you feel that week when you didn't do it or how did you do you understand like not that we need to panic about missing a session for whatever reason but can you understand why it's important in the bigger picture again what you said five years down the line doesn't matter if you miss maybe one session every couple of weeks but if you're missing session after session after session after session then it's like well we're not going to see that progress yeah consistency is obviously it's like the most cliche thing ever in in the industry but consistency at the beginning is so important yeah not as important for you it's it's more important for you than it is for me because you have a specific goal Mm. for me consistency is important but it's not as important yeah maybe would argue that bit it's always it's like well it's not really because I could do three sessions then two sessions and four then one then two and three and I wouldn't I probably wouldn't notice that much but because I'm in that position where I've been doing this for 12 years Mm. and I understand what I want out of it and what I want out of it is training for whatever reason so but at the beginning it's so important to be consistent because that's when you're in your habit creating phase and that's where you get adaptation and that's where you're literally like the building blocks of the next 10 years of your life so but then that's when it's the most difficult to be consistent right at the beginning because you don't see benefit from it straight away. Um, it's new, it's something, I don't know, it's, it's alien and it's just like when really that's the time. That's why I, I do have a, you know, I do love a bit of one-to-one training because a good thing about one-to-one is that it's consistent because otherwise. Yeah, that person shows up. 
get your books in no matter what so that I think at the beginning for a proper beginner you know one the one-to-one has a lot of utility but I also understand that it's not an option for many so there are ways of doing it but yeah I think that's it it's 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 consistency is the bu- buzzword um and it's a little bit like overused but it's it is important and it's trying to kind of set that expectation with people isn't it in the beginning where it's like like not letting people panic when they miss a session which happens where people are like oh god so annoyed but then at the same time um like kind of saying quit yourself some slack but then if someone's week after week missing stuff like because it's just not there it's like well calling people out on well what's your goal here yeah. that that does need to, to to remain I see it quite a lot with you know like shift workers and I'm sure we'll go on to this in a second which is when they stress a little bit that they've maybe only done I don't know like two out of the three sessions that they set out that week but it was a bit upside down and I kind of always remind them those people it's like we created the seven day weekday like we recreated that human contract yes so it's like you know when people panic and they're like I've only done two sessions this week but then they do like for the week after and you're like seven days is we made it up (laughs) like it's it's funny because that's we've made that up and it's like for people who work shifts unfortunately you need to get comfortable with the fact that you're especially if you work random shifts and it's not the same every week your weeks are going to look different for the rest of your life. You might do two one week, you might do four another. You might do one one week if it's a really bad week with like overtime and stuff. It's like that type of thing. Then it's like, yeah, it's not it's not uh, as consistent on paper as like upper body and lower body. Like, do you know what I mean? Like those types of things. But at the same time, yeah, at the same time, um, this is where lifestyle comes into it. Again, why you couldn't rely on a cookie cutter program is you'd be annoyed that you couldn't do those shifts if you were like if you were a shift worker um and then it's like we always have to go we always have to go back to this I'm finding myself using this a lot more but like what is success yeah I've not got results oh what well what 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 results you know did did you want oh I wanted um uh um and then you're like and then it's tumbleweed (laughs) (laughs) so you can't you know, Jess, Jess and I were having a little conversation about this yesterday and how, like, aesthetic results are so much harder than results that come from ability or strength or whatever, because there's so much more, there's so much more in there that we are out of, you know, that's out of our control. It's out of our control as a person, but it's also out of our control as, as a PT or coach. It's like, I can't control what your body looks like. I'm qualified, yes, but I cannot control how big your glutes are or how narrow, uh, how small your waist is or how capped your shoulders are. Like, I, ca- I can't do that. All I can do is advise on if there's something that you want, how you might get there. But again, mm-hmm. it, again, it's still like, you know, it's a shot in the dark because we don't know that. We don't know genetically. Can you, you know, like, for example... I always use this example. I've been training for 12 years and my upper body looks like I've never even been to the gym. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't, couldn't really give a shit. But it doesn't matter because I'm still pretty, str- pretty strong up there. But my, my idea of success was, I, you know, I wanted to be able to do, I don't know, a pull-up or I wanted to be able to move well on my upper body and I can do both of those things. But you wouldn't, be able, you wouldn't know from looking mm-hmm. at me. So then you've got to decide like what do you want from it what, what is a result oh I didn't get much results from that program like okay what results did you want you, you, most people don't know they oh I want to look better it's like okay well, that's subjective look better compared to what look what does better mean and then it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that, that's when you when Jess messages me saying Sasha you're in a hole get get out you need to climb out because that's that's literally that little spiel I just did that is my life every single day so I'm just like where's what where's the meaning where is it I gotta find it I probably won't they probably won't (laughs) but yeah um it's it's funny you know when like people say um like Matt said this to me the other day he was like it's not that deep and I was like 
but it is but it genuinely is but people don't give it the time like with, with something as important as your health mm-hmm. it is it is deep it is guys deep. absolutely that is deep but then again I'm just doing it again but define health yeah I guarantee I could get 10 people off the street now and go onto Burton Road and say what is health and none of them would know yeah, I said I said this to my uh, my hairdresser yesterday because she was talking about it, and I did the whole "What does health mean to you?" and she gave me an answer, and then I said, "Well, what does fitness mean to you?" and she was like, "Oh, oh yeah," and I was like, "Because yeah, they're two different things." Yeah, two to- two totally totally different things. But then also, do you ever feel like this is again one that I wrote down in my notes? Where I was like, "Do you think when people say I want to get fit and strong, do you think?" They want to get fit and strong or they want to look fit and strong. Yeah. Appear like appearance because totally different things. Because also, like if like, and this is the conversation I had with her yesterday, which was like, if you have the lowest body fat percentage, you're not healthy. Real, reality is you probably aren't feeling very strong. <laughs> and you're probably malnourished. Yeah, because you, you're not giving your body much food because you're trying to be as lean as possible. So it's like, yeah, you might look, quote unquote, the part of fitness, but you don't, you're not acting like the part of fitness, which people think, right, God, that's, yeah, that's amazing that you can do that. And you're so strong and da, 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 And it's like, appearance means shit, basically. It's like okay. just such a, such a perception. Um, so and the more, the more I get into the industry, the more I get like, I feel like I'm getting more disgruntled as time goes on about, about that, about that specifically. I'm so disgruntled. Maybe I've been hanging around with you too long. <laughs> about it because I've I've literally seen it seen it play out, and like obviously we are still talking about Jess's client. Her her idea of success is she's very clear on it, mm. which is great. You might not be very clear on it at the beginning, but I would advise that everyone gets pretty clear on what their definition of success. As time goes on, yeah. Time goes on, so she knows this lady's like, look, I've got six flights of stairs to get up at school. And it hurts every time I go up them and I'm stopping drinking water because I'll have to go up them to go to the toilet and this has to change. There you go. There's clarity right there. That's a very good reason as well. And if I was in that position, I'd be the same. But it's when people I want to like, I want to look better is what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Define better. What's better? Oh, I want to look fitter. It's like, well, fit doesn't have a look. Fit, you want, you want do you know what fitness is? Fitness is being able to do a lot of work and it not be very taxing. So fitting more work into a shorter space of time and recovering from it. What does that look like? Mm. It's like, fuck all. It doesn't look like anything. Jess, for example, Jess and I, pretty much same size. Um, Jess is so much fitter than me. It's comical. <laughs> right only at the minute okay yeah but she is she's extremely fit I gave her a 30k run on Sunday and she fucking did it give me a 30k run and I'll go be an A&E <laughs> yeah so it's like people say I want to look fit it's like okay but if me and Jess stood next to each other I'm sure people would, wouldn't know the difference but she's her her lungs can take a lot more than I can but it's like also like talking about fitness and stuff it's like like a few people messaged me after that run saying oh my god to run for three hours that's ridiculous but I've not got an ab in sight right now guys just let you know (laughs) there's no abs there nope nope genetics guys I know people are oh you can't blame genetics it's like well no but it's a, a massive determining factor there's a reason there's a reason why people can literally have food poisoning and lose 10 kilos and not see an ab it's not because they're not lean enough because trust me yeah. <laughs> they are. it's because it just doesn't work like that um so I think yeah with that lady very strong definition of success mm. um which would lead on to um the person I'm going to use um I'm going to use a PT shoot I'm going to use a PT anonymous I train quite a few um and I think it's interesting because why does a PT need a PT do you know yeah someone said that to me the other day said you've got a coach I was like yeah <laughs> I was like it's like believing in your own industry uh, yeah exactly I always think that if you wouldn't pay, if you wouldn't pay for your product yourself what are you doing yeah you no know? I always find that mad like, oh yeah I, yeah I probably wouldn't it's like 
you don't even believe in your own business yeah your own it's business like, it's like having um, a skincare it's like owning your own skincare company and not doing skincare it's like you don't even believe you don't even believe in what you're what you're selling like how are you ever gonna yeah okay anyway that's that's a topic for another conversation <laughs> um pt uh mid-30s um manchester based um she has been doing it for a lot longer than i have um she came to me via email off my email list and she basically just felt lost in in the industry which I can well, I'm sure we can both empathize with um she's got uh two young kids um husband she's peeing on the gym floor uh she likes it she, she's dabbled in the online I think it's a generate not that she's like older generation she's 35 but still you know, she's been peeing for what, 15 years and it's still a relatively new thing. So I can totally understand why online just seems a bit um, uh, something that she's not quite comfortable of diving into yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she noticed that she's been very busy all those years, which is great. Um, you know, 15, 15 years in a couple of gyms and you're going to have a full client base no matter what time, yeah. in, the business, time in the business. Um, she noticed that she just had no time to learn about anything new in the industry. And the one thing that was basically missing was that she wasn't doing her own training because she was too busy with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can all, if you're a PC listening to this, we can all empathize with this. Everyone's been like, yeah, that at some point in their career. Absolutely. Um, she's had the same clients for years. You know, this is a great trainer she's got. Um, uh, doesn't really use social media either. Um, doesn't, then again, we go to that, but she doesn't have to, she's full. And she's happy. Mm. She doesn't need it. Um, she's not interested in fucking scaling online, whatever. She's very happy. She's earning great <laughs> money. Um, you know, she's she's earning a lot of money. Like she's happy. She just wants to learn so she can train her very very loyal clients better. Um, and so she contacted me because uh, she heard about emails from something from someone else, and I thought this is this is going to be a great opportunity because um I know I can help this woman like I know I can um so we had a consult or whatever um and then she sent me her her diary for PT oh I was like fuck good for you (laughs) I was like wow I was like you you're killing it but also what I loved about um I saw a month is that it was the same yeah same people so she she probably didn't have to do a diary every week you know, like that my one-to-ones I've been seeing for five five years, like I don't book them in, they're in, they're there. Yeah, they're just there. They're just there. So she had similar. So she had not a lot of stress around booking systems and whatever. It was just, this person comes in at this time, that's it. But she did have some spots where she could fit in um, some training and she um, didn't start till about nine-ish, which is which is unusual for a, for a busy PT, but she she managed to do so. And she usually clocks off at around four, because obviously, uh, three, sorry, because obviously she's got kids. So, you know, good five, six sessions, sometimes seven a day, uh, weekends off, which is great. So I said, let's try and get something in the morning. You know, she picks the kids up from school, but her husband takes them. So she's got that morning. She's pretty chilled. So um, I started her off with two sessions um, just to get used to it because she hadn't trained in a long time. Um, but the sessions kind of revolved around like, really basic stuff because she's a PT people see her as a fitness professional but she's not trained in a long time so I you know beginner Mm. you know just in case okay she might completely surprise me and just be you know move really well and be really strong or whatever but at the beginning she's not trained properly for since before lockdown so as far as I'm concerned fitness professional or not this is beginner territory Mm -hmm. um so we did some really basic stuff and yeah she did you know she, she was fine um, I gave her a pretty basic assessment to do and she, she was totally fine. So I, I was confident enough to move her on rel- relatively quickly. Um, and they were 40 minute sessions, um, really basic full body, um, you know, core work, single leg squat, push pull, you know, you know how it is. Um, but what I was, the thing that made her program super individual was 
um, her notes. So every single every single movement I gave her was a there was a note underneath as to how I would teach it, how I would coach it, and who it would be good for because that was her goal for training with me. Her definition mm-hmm. of success was more knowledge. Um, the drive to train again and the drive to learn more about the industry so she she could continue to be successful so I saw that as basics um I sent her stuff that I think would be good to read books whatever and um notes really really descriptive notes so yeah she's she's on two sessions a week well she's on three now but she was on two sessions a week um but the notes were like this Mm. um obviously through conversation those notes have got smaller at the beginning there were a lot and then as we go on you know she knows by now um does she need a PT at the minute I would say yeah to get her her drive back I say in a few years she'll probably be fine to crack on um but yeah her definition of success is very different to 60 year old teacher which is why her program looks totally different and which is why if she purchased something online it would not work because I don't think I've ever seen a program online that's two sessions a week with detailed notes for the the individual. Don't you think as well on that note about, um, about, oh, what was I going to say? I've lost my train of thought. Um, What you were saying about her, her specific goal um, in relation to like being able to go off in the future. Like, I think that's useful to acknowledge as well. Like having a coach, sometimes um is is perfect for that moment in time and like both Sasha and I can probably relate to having time working without a coach as well like we believe in our industry like we always said but there's also something quite nice in going through a period where you maybe program yourself or you experiment or whatever it's really useful to do that but there's also you know in yourself when maybe um just like everybody else like maybe we lose a little bit of that quote unquote motivation that drive that uh, like the feeling that we need to mm-hmm. we need a bit more um, mm-hmm. and that's why finding the right coach at that right moment in time yeah. is is perfect for you yeah exactly and she you know she's never had a PT and it's kind of just basic knowledge that she picked up from qualifications here and there but there's something about having uh, I hate you know why I hate to say this word because I don't think that's what I am to her but Jess and I both have a mentor and we understand the benefits of having someone who you admire in your industry that you want to learn a lot from and an hour conversation with that person is more valuable than any book you could read in my opinion mm-hmm. um, and I just think yeah okay I'm not her mentor I'm her fitness coach which is totally fine but I think having someone even Jess is not my mentor and I am not Jess's mentor but there's a there's an aspect of kind of mentorship there in that we both have similar ideas but we both have conversations around the job because I think in this job if you don't have that then it can be a lonely old thing you know yeah Um, that's so valuable yeah it's so valuable so I just think that that's why the whole coach having a coach is valuable um I think sticking I think having a coach sticking with them learning all you can from them and yeah and then going on your own for a bit is 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 great and she you know she will do that eventually Mm -hmm. we've only been working together a year so we've probably got a couple more years left to go but um she understands that and so do I so you know we're, we're in a good place with that um when communication is concerned um, but yeah, I just think it's it's not necessarily an autonomous thing, and you know, I'm not training her for life. I'm it's I'm training her for a totally different reason than Jess is training sixty year old teacher, um, and I think that's a good comparison actually. Yeah, of how fucking totally different it is. God, it's so different, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's, it's totally it's crazy, and I don't necessarily have to work with like the mindset stuff with her, for example, because she wants me for the reason she hired me was for education around fitness and movement mm. like so how's your brain you know how it's like no mm. I don't need to dive into that because she doesn't need it she wants me for this so I think there's communication with that as well that some people for example I've got a one-to-one client who never doesn't want to talk about diet ever 
And I'm yeah. like, fine by me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's not why I'm here. I'm here because um, I go climbing and I run and I do all this stuff and I'm, I'm big on activities, but I don't do any strength and I think it's important that I do. Fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Let's do some work. We don't need to talk about that because that's not why you're here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's 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 what's important. It has to make sense. And that's our job as well to ask the questions where it's relevant. Like, for example, like you say, some somebody who maybe isn't interested in performance or recovery or um changing their body shape specifically, yeah. it's like, why are you like where, where where does nutrition fit into that picture then? Because if it if it doesn't doesn't need to be spoken about. Because it's already, and like we've said before, like getting that food diary, getting the snapshot in the beginning can be helpful. But if someone literally says, I don't want to talk about that, that's cool. Like I've got a client who's got an eating disorder. I've been working with her for like coming up to 10 weeks now. And we're only just kind of talking about it a little bit more because she said, I'm ready to talk about that. There you go. It's, it's, it's on their terms. Yeah. I, I have a client who I've been working with for over a year now. And, you know, we're, we've become good friends. Um, But she she had an eating disorder years ago and you know when I first spoke with her we didn't talk about nutrition whatsoever mm. literally nothing nothing and then I'd say a year just over a year into our relationship we had a we had our first call around food and it was really interesting because she'd you know she I said just give me a day just give me a day what we what we scrounging on you know really light-hearted like what we eating what we eating at the minute and there were so many things that she she'd picked up like little um, habits that she'd picked up from recovering from the eating disorder that weren't serving her mm. at all but not from a weight perspective just as like she was saying I am exhausted when I get home from work and I eat everything before dinner and then I was looking at food and I was like yeah that's yeah I can make sense yeah make that's, sense. It. that's it and it's not like oh if you want to lose this amount of weight you should you know it's like who wants to come home exhausted and, and eat a load of food before dinner and not enjoy the tea? I don't. Yeah. You know? So it, it's a simple equation. And, and in our industry, some people, like, in order to convey value, they want to keep throwing things at people to say, look, you're paying me. I can give you this. I can give you this. It's like, no, sometimes it, it starts here and it ends here. But you let's not talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. That's, the, that's, again, the challenge. the challenge of, like, a plan on the internet can very easily overwhelm somebody with talking about nutrition when they don't want to talk about it, talking about exercise when they like don't want to like, do you know what I mean? Talk, talking about certain things where they don't not, they're not yet there yet, or they're not comfortable enough yet. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes it can be uh, difficult in our job. Like, like Sasha says, sometimes we want to maybe we've got all these ideas for an individual, but we know the best thing is actually to drip feed it at a much slower, slower pace. Um, and there'll be some like clients who will want more. They'll want everything. Where's this? Where's that? Can you send me this? Can you tell me that? And it's like, yeah, we'll talk about that once you've done this, but you haven't done that yet. Um, and that's the challenge. And I think that's the, the whole thing with like the basics that we talk about when it comes to fitness, everybody wants more, but no one's doing the basics yeah. like the work like doing the basics really really well day after day yeah. and then we'll talk about maybe like post-workout nutrition or whatever if that's what you're interested in Literally. if yeah. you're on if you're interested in about like how you're recovering yeah we'll talk about that but at the minute you're not sleeping you're, stressed <laughs> as hell. you're literally doing 2,000 steps a day yeah come on let's let why are you even why are you even bothered about yeah the micro when you're not even addressing the macro yeah. but then there's even little things like oh I'm, i want to do a 100 kilo hip thrust it's like well you well from your assessment you can't extend your hip <laughs> like right it's like well well so doing hip thrusts is is pretty much pointless for you right now like, oh yeah but i want to do 100 kilos i'm like yeah i get i get that <laughs> that's yeah. good for you however at the moment you can't extend your hip with zero kilos on it mm. you ain't gonna you know and then and then yeah okay it's you know you're not going to mock them or whatever but you have to explain that because i tell you what there's plenty of pts that would be like sweet let's start with 30 kilos yeah and you can't extend your hip like do you want to do you want to whack 100 kilos on and just bounce up and down or do you want to hit first 100 kilos the two mm-hmm. different things yeah for sure 
Um, cool. Give me another client then, Jess. So another client, early 20s, uh, currently um, doing her student nursing, okay. so qualifying to become a, a nurse, um, came to me um, over a year ago, was concerned about going into an industry where she knew it was going to play a big demand on her health. Yeah. Um, so it was much more switched on than I was in my early 20s about like what that looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, was um, aware that she maybe wasn't fueling her body in the right way for the demands that she was going to be having to go through. Yeah. Um, was keen to still see aesthetic changes because it, that was still important to her for her, for her to have like um, kind of a, a byproduct of the work that she was going to be doing to start with because she, she was quite new to training um so she wanted to see a change there um and what we've really worked on is going back to what I've just said those basics Mm -hmm. for her it was really important that we actually started having proper three proper meals in a day because she was surviving on because she wasn't working a full-time job at this point she didn't really um like feel the need to eat three meals in the day because she was like well I wasn't really doing a lot so it was fine if I just had a family size bar of dairy milk for like my lunch and then that was fine like it was a big growth for her to get to the point where she is now and we're still working on it but to have three meals a day to be focusing on like what a balanced diet looks like for her the purpose of each of those things in regards to her energy levels which is really important mm-hmm. um what was also a massive focus was daily activity from before where like steps were an absolute chore because she didn't see the benefit of them to now seeing the benefit. Now she's like working on a placement in in a hospital, Mm -hmm. how that really helps her de-stress from a day at work, Mm -hmm. how also some days at work she can be quite stationary and not do a lot of movement. Now she really craves that because she's seen the benefits of us building that up over the last um, like year. Mm -hmm. But and it's so nice to see, like, I had a check-in with you the other day, like, it was so nice to see her say, like, oh, on the days where I'm, like, at work, I might only get 4,000, but I do really make a conscious effort on the others to get, like, 10,000 steps because I know, I feel like I need it. Yeah. Whereas before, like, that would have been a, she would have done just, like, 4,000 at home and it would have been, like, an absolute slog to get out of the house and do something. Whereas now I think she's in working environment. And I can't remember who put it the other day. I think it was our fave, uh, Dr... Nadalski. Nadalski. Yeah. He put something around on Instagram. If I can search, my phone's just decided to, yeah, my phone's just decided to freeze. Um, he basically said about like the five biggest changes which affect like our health, yeah. uh, uh, getting a, having kids, getting a new job, changing cities. Yeah, yeah, you see that one? Yeah. And it was like getting married or finding a partner. And like for her, we've actually been through quite a lot of those changes, getting a new job, not having kids, but like relationships. We've seen that one Um, like moving, I say moving city, but moving place, like because her placement's been all over. So like really kind of helping her discover what that health means to her during this time has been really important. So what her training program has looked like has been world-class basics around daily movement making sure she understands the impact that sleep is going to have on her and the lack of it um managing stress which has obviously been like a, a massive shift in regards to like qualifications exams stuff like that she's been doing um but the nutrition things really hit home and the exercise part has almost just been like slotting in between like it's not been it's not been a massive focus on that but it's been almost like she she understands that if she's got aesthetic based goals, they're the things that are going to help. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to her energy energy levels and uh, feeling better, her understanding of the other health elements and lifestyle factors is actually going to play a bigger role in it altogether. So her program has been like an awareness of all those things. Mm-hmm. But I, I say to her all the time, I'm like, you've got your head so much more switched on than I was when I was like early 20s. Oh, because okay. she yeah. because she actually like wants it do you know what I mean she's like I know what I need to do yeah sometimes you meet the odd um the anomaly of the early 20s where they really do god I was a fucking nightmare 
imagine she's uh, yeah she amazes me because and that she's she'll say she'll be like oh if she goes out drinking or whatever she's like oh I was really aware of like maybe having a few more glasses of water in between and, and you know and you're like I love I love just hearing her talk because she's she's so switched on um and yeah and her training program is is her sessions are fairly short around uh studying mm-hmm. um we make sure that um she's seeing that progression in regards to what she wants to see which is a lot of it was like an upper body to start with like we've seen a posture change hell of a lot which is amazing to see um just the way that she holds herself so much more confidently as well Interesting. Totally different to my 35-year-old PT. Totally different to 60-year-old teacher. Yeah. Totally different. Conversation topics, totally different. Um, focus, totally different. Awareness around what, why we're actually here, totally different. So again, could, I'm just going to call her Katie. <laughs> could, she, could Katie have got that off uh, something online? No. Mm. I mean, no, I mean, impossible because a lot of these things you don't have contact with them so no it would be pointless mm. um no that's great last one from you oh i'm looking at my board i'm looking at my board it would be great oh i know medical industry uh, medical industry um works in a specific ward in a hospital not a student nurse um very busy works um five days a week in in clinic and then an extra day at the weekend um in a very long clinic so she got no time Mm. (laughs) um however i've been training her for almost it'll be a year in march she has missed Oh, and she trains four times a week. In one year, she has missed one session. That's good going. One session. This isn't me saying if you don't miss sessions, you're the best, because we all miss sessions. However, she doesn't. <laughs> um, she, oh, I, she's my youngest client I feel uh, even though she's not that much younger than me I still feel like her mum um she came to me when she was in a, a bit of a tough situation um and she just felt like uh, she replied to my emails at one of my emails and she said she said that she said that she said to herself I'm going to do something for myself today because I fucking never do it and she messaged me and we had a consultation her consultation was so long we did it in two parts because we got to the 90 and both of us were fading, but I needed I needed more. So we did part two. Um, the longest consultation I think I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was needed at the time. It's, it's rare that that happens, but sometimes you're like talking, you're like, oh, okay, we need to, um, we probably need to keep this going a little longer. Um, she wanted structure in her training because she was training with a, an abusive ex-boyfriend basically and he did her programming and he told her what to do and he basically demanded stuff from her um and she didn't want that anymore she wanted to take control of her own stuff and she wanted to learn about different things and she wanted for her training to not be so focused around like how she looks she just wants to she's fucking strong she's ridiculously strong um her programming is upper lower (laughs) but here's why that's fine for her because she doesn't miss any sessions she hasn't met like I said in a year she's missed one so I can do hers is very structured because I know that I'll look at her calendar and it's all ticked Mm. um she had certain biases around certain movements similar to the call that we just had before this Jess she had certain things that she had to be doing or she wasn't progressing um, there was she had very self-limiting beliefs about her ability in the gym well, I can't do that I can't oh I definitely can't do that um, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that and I have not set her one thing that she hasn't done mm-hmm. um, she sees training as the only thing in her life I think that she can do for herself um, which is probably why again she doesn't miss anything she enjoys it 
she gets in there first thing like early days five you know half five whatever um and she gets in there she does the work I don't want to go into too much detail um about her just because you know it's very personal in this instance but her program again very specific she probably could she is one of these people that she could follow something online and she'd probably be okay you know mm. I'm saying that as her PT and she and she pays me and she doesn't do that but she doesn't do that because there's no personal element and she enjoys the relationship um her training is very simple I know she can do it it's very hard at certain times when when it needs to be but we very rarely talk about the training because it's there she's very much one of those people who really thrives off having that relationship with someone that she can learn from again she's younger than I am she wants her fitness to be in her life she doesn't want it to take over but she's very much she loves it you know we say about these people that you have to like not everyone's gonna love it not everyone's gonna love it full stop as in you might train someone for five years and they still don't really like it Mm. it is how it she loves it yeah he probably loves it more than I do um (laughs) and she and that again it shows in her consistency um her program has very minimal exercises in it because she's so strong so giving her too much she would not be able to recover from it yeah she's gonna overload her central nervous system yeah she just has that ability to she will push herself and push and push because she's she's uh, able to Mm. um so her programming is very much like you know three or four things Mm. but done to precision Mm -hmm. you know um it's very different to any other program I've ever written actually it was challenging for me it was challenging for her to go against her her previous biases and everything um but we're a year in um I can't yeah you know we're in a really good place I can see exactly where it's going so can she um I see a lot of value in her as a client she sees a lot of value in, in me as a coach and we just have there's no accountability there's no dependence there's no like oh if you, you know if if I didn't have you I know I wouldn't do anything it's like no she'd probably just carry on exactly mm-hmm. as she is but she sees a lot of value in the relationship um so very different <laughs> to the PT very different to the teacher very different to the very young student nurse programs that look nothing alike and that you can't get online you can't buy that online can't buy that shit you can try you can try but yeah it's just a little glimpse into our life actually isn't it Mm. you know there's so many things like oh what what my mum thinks as a PT what my mum thinks I do what my friends think I do what my co-workers think I do what my boyfriend thinks I do when in fact this is what we do I think that's that's it as well isn't it it's like um so much of it is around like the relationship um which you're never gonna get if you buy an ebook or a pdf and it's like that's that's the important part especially for you and I I think that's what like our side of coaching like we're really big on um and 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 that's probably why we attract the type of clients that we do because there will be some people who aren't interested in that they just want someone to give them some workouts and then not speak to them and it's like that's cool but maybe that's the wrong um the wrong match for someone like us absolutely and I think if if you're I don't know if you're a PT listening to this or you're you're a client of a PT listening to this like the most crucial part of a PT and a coach and client relationship is the relationship, um, the actual, the ins and outs of it. Because I know, you know, people have said to me in the past, like, oh, you know, you've kept your clients for a really long time. And it's just like, because it's more than programming, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it, there's, there's so much that sits behind it. Um, and I see value in them. They see value in me. And I think that if you want to, you know survive and and thrive in this industry then if you don't put that first then you're going to see a whole lot of um turnover 
mm-hmm. you know clients left clients in client left clients in clients in, uh, left and it's just like it's stressful it's unsustainable it's it can make you think that you're not good enough it's it's really tough but if you just put some extra time into just working on each person as an individual and working with a, a, an amount of people that you can do that rather than just being like oh, I want 80 clients man. <laughs> I don't even know 80 people let alone <laughs> um yeah so I guess for the for the because I know PTs do listen to this I guess that would be my little tip as someone who's been doing this a long time little nugget, little nugget get in there get down and dirty with these people listen to them and mm-hmm. figure out why they're there and once you've done that you're golden mm-hmm. because if you just bring someone in and just automatically think that their goal is to lose weight and look better then they'll probably be gone in a few months yeah so yeah sweet good sesh <laughs> pod good pod um it's pissing it down with rain again just what's planned for today um I've got quite a lot of things on my to-do list so I can't even give you one thing I've got like a list of like 20 things I need to do I need to catch up with some clients um I need to sort some of my accounts out I need to sort yeah I've got tons on tons Tons. I've got my smear test today oh have you that's exotic I don't know how I use that word (laughs) it took me fucking ages to get this appointment so I'm just gonna die get it done Okay, this is, your, this is your reminder if you've not got it booked in to go. Yes, guys, book in your routine pap smear because mm-hmm. it's very important. Um, and I've got lots of programming to do, and I've got a call with my client who is a teacher in Dubai. So that hmm. won't be later though. So yes. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. And have Jess, a great day. Yes, Jess and I will see you next week for number 38. And yeah, have a great day. Bye, gang. Bye.